0: I am prepared to die on the hill that the Big 12 is home of the best basketball conference in the NCAA. The 2022 Big 12 win totals dropped today and you have guessed it. I've got some thoughts on those. Plus, we've got former Oklahoma State Cowboys taking on the 2022 Masters all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, I'm your host, Linda Godfrey. If you've been here before, welcome back. If you're new, welcome for the first time. You can find all of my work on Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life newsletter. I am an avid Oklahoma State fan. You can see all of my hysterics on Twitter, at Lindellians. You can follow the show, at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter. You can find the show on the Locked On Pokes Facebook page, Wherever you find it, make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. The first thing we're talking about today is just really an opinion-based conversation. And it is I am of the opinion that the Big Twelve Basketball Conference is the best slash toughest basketball conference in the NCAA. I will die on this hill. I am prepared to take it to battle. I don't know that you can convince me otherwise. This is just – it's its what I am bred to believe. Three straight seasons, the Big 12 team has participated in the – national a Big 12 team has participated in the national championship game. Two of those seasons, we came away with wins, back-to-back Big 12 championships in Baylor and then, of course, this year with Kansas. The year before Baylor and Kansas was Texas Tech – All of these Big 12 schools participating in the national championship. That's three seasons in a row. Four straight seasons a Big 12 team has been in the final four. So it's a regular occurrence that somebody is showing up deep in the NCAA tournament. The skill that continues to push to the top of the NCAA tournament speaks for itself. But what truly cements the Big 12 is the toughest and therefore best because it's the most entertaining. It doesn't mean we're producing the same number of NCAA tournament teams. It means that we're producing the best NCAA tournament teams. It means it's the toughest road to get there. It's the toughest place to get that many wins, to get put yourself in that kind of position. And therefore, it's the most entertaining. It's the most fun to watch. So toughest makes it best by association. There is not a single cakewalk in that conference. Every game, any game, can come down to the wire between a team that has two conference wins and a team like Kansas who is is leading the conference. That's why the Big 12 basketball conference is so much fun to watch because you never know what's going to happen. Any game can take a turn, and they all come down to the wire almost. There's a couple blowouts a year, But I think in terms of best quality basketball, it's the Big 12. It just speaks to how important branding is and NIL deals now, especially when it comes to college athletics, because we know the Big 12 is the toughest conference to win in basketball right now, making it the best. I made that argument just a minute ago. But the Blue Blood basketball schools are going to get the attention. It's just like in football where Texas is not – hasn't been a regular winner the last several years. It doesn't matter because they are branded as a football school, and and that's what they're known for. So regardless of their record the last several years, they what they've put out has been, hey, we're a football school. So that's that's a thing that the Big 12 is lacking right now. So the question becomes – once Oklahoma and Texas leave for the SEC, do we brand as a basketball school, as a basketball conference? Do we push that narrative kind of away from football and towards the basketball programs in the Big 12, especially while adding the schools that the Big 12 has elected to add in in schools like Houston and BYU and Cincinnati who have good basketball schools Do we or basketball programs? Do we rebrand a little bit and that's going to be a question for the new big 12 commissioner for sure do do we want to be a basketball conference and kind of slide away from football now that from a media standpoint the two best football programs are leaving or do we just reinforce that the football program which in 2021 felt very similar to how basketball ends up playing every year where Everybody was kind of beating everybody that dog eat dog and and you never knew what was gonna come out of a game. Kind of like Kansas beating Texas. There were there were a lot of games in the Big Twelve football world that gave Big Twelve basketball energy, if that makes sense. So I just I'm curious to see how the new Big Twelve Commissioner attacks that because we could certainly with some effort rebrand and be a basketball conference i think the football teams would be just fine but do we want to push for both i it, it's an interesting tactic to take i think i think i would push a little bit on the basketball side of things i think i would kind of bump up my my branding for a basketball conference just because we know how good it can be and and how much fun it is to watch It's going to be an interesting thing to keep an eye on, especially with the new Big 12 commissioner coming in, whoever they decide for that to be. And we talked about it on the Big 12 roundtable, but kind of targeting somebody that understands the media side of things, the getting eyes on your product is more important than anything else. And we have a good product in both Big 12 basketball and Big 12 football. I did not intend for this to circle back to the Big 12 commissioner talk, but here we are. We have a good product that deserves to be seen. And I think we need somebody in charge that's going to push both basketball and football, but it'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm excited to find out kind of what the future holds, especially once Oklahoma and Texas leave. I'm happy with the moves that the Big 12 has made, but I think basketball might be something we we maybe want to push a little bit more on. Next up. 247 Sports released the Big 12 team win total bets for 2022, and it should come as no surprise that I disagree with a handful of them. I'm going to tell you all about it, but first, we finally made it to spring, and now we're hurling headfirst towards summer. If you live in Oklahoma like I do, you've had days already that have tested us with that summer heat, but with summer comes swimming and bathing suits, and that's why I like Bill Bar. It almost doesn't even feel like I'm doing something good for myself because I enjoy eating them. Go to Bilt.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You will be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They are all delicious. They're covered 100% in chocolate at Built Bar. It's all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out a way to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they get it right every single time. Go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Bilt.com. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So we've got Big 12 win total predictions. This is just an over-under on how many wins each team in the Big 12 may have. I'm going to go from most wins to least wins. I'm going to interject when I feel the need to starting first. As no surprise to anybody that's ever watched any Big 12 is OU with nine wins. Now OU had 11 wins last season. Again, I just don't, I'm not sure I understand all of the hype. I understand the excitement. I I understand the overcorrecting, getting their feelings hurt by Lincoln Riley, but it just feels like a lot. That's all I'm going to say. Oklahoma State is up next with a prediction of eight wins they had 12 last season and you know it just feels like again if you've been in the big 12 if you've been an Oklahoma State fan you are used to being overlooked and kind of underappreciated I think it's happening again with this especially considering with the big 12 I I, I have said this until I'm blue in the face I will never stop saying it but returning your head coach and your starting quarterback right now in the big 12 is imperative. It's it's it is a, such a big outlier this season in the Big 12 that it's it cannot be ignored. So, I I just feel like we're being overlooked again, but we've always thrived as underdogs, so, you know, underappreciate us all you want, under underestimate us all you want. I couldn't think of the word. That's fine. We'll figure it out. I'm not worried about it. Texas, Texas Tech, Baylor, Iowa State, and Kansas State are all set at seven wins. Now about this, Texas, you're putting a lot of faith in Sarkisian and a freshman quarterback with this bet that is, i is, is, I'm just not sold on the whole operation. It feels messy. It feels like, you know when you go out with your friends and you make a plan like that night at the bar, you're like, oh, in two weeks we'll do this thing, and then two weeks later the plan gets here, and you're like, we didn't think about this all the way. That kind of feels like what Texas is building right now. That's that's the energy that I'm getting from Texas. Now, Texas Tech had seven wins last year. Baylor had 12 wins last year, and they're set at seven. That feels incredibly low. Again, considering, first of all, their return in the trenches, their offensive line is pretty much con- completely back. They got their head coach, their offensive coordinator, who I have said and said, and said is the most important part of that puzzle and their starting quarterback. So Baylor over seven feels like a smash. Iowa State won seven games last year. They're losing Brock Purdy, who was always inconsistent in my opinion. So I guess that kind of just depends on what Matt Campbell is able to do with his team. And then K-State won eight games last season. So that feels like that feels like an okay line for K-State. I'm okay with that. TCU and West Virginia are both set at six games. And TCU won five games last year. West Virginia won six. I have got zero faith in the West Virginia coaching staff in that roster right now. I do not feel good about West Virginia heading into next season. I think their head coach gets canned probably before the season is over. And I I think six is generous. I think they probably do worse next season in in 2022 than they did in 21. And then last and certainly not least is Kansas with a, a win total of two. They won two games last year. Of course, the infamous game over Texas. I feel the opposite way that I feel about West Virginia. I have so much confidence in the Kansas coaching staff and what they did with the transfer portal. They really worked on building a team to take that next step forward. So I think over two wins feels pretty easy. Like I said, I'm just confident about the culture change and, and the coach and just what they're doing at Kansas. It's exciting to watch. I want them obviously as big 12 fans. We want Kansas to kind of step up in the football realm of things. They just won the national championship in basketball and that's fantastic. And they definitely provide for the strength of big 12 basketball. But if, if they could step up even five, six wins a season in football, I think that would speak volumes for the big 12. So really looking forward to that leap. I think it happens this season. I've talked about it. I talked about it earlier. I think this week about bowl predictions, I really wish somebody would have had the guts to call Kansas to a bowl game. I I will lose my mind. If that happens, that would be huge for the big 12, I'm not sure it happens this season, but I think they are on a upwards trajectory and it's really fun to watch. So I'm, I think they get more than two wins this season. That's where I stand right now. We'll see what happens when non-conference starts and and if I have to walk back some of these really strong feelings about Kansas. Also, and this is just a fun little tidbit, you guys know I am a kicker fiend. I am the special teams Gal, I have weird quirks. You get used to it. But uh, five of the Big 12 teams are losing their starting kicker headed into 2022. So there is there is tons of head coaching and quarterback turnover, but they're serious special teams turnover as well. And as Oklahoma State fans, I'm really sorry I'm doing this to you, but we know how important a good kicker can be. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. So we're getting a serious slew of new faces in the Big 12 in 2022. I am very excited to see it all come together at at quarterback, at head coach, at kicker. You know, whatever quirk is yours, there will be a new face at it. Coming up Thursday morning, the Masters tee off, and I believe it to be one of the best single sporting events ever. It's one of my favorites. We're going to see some recognizable faces on the T box this year. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Master Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all of the different leagues this season. You know I'm going to get in on the Masters betting action. I have already started my research, my fantasy drafts. I do all kinds of leagues for this just silly stuff on the side so I'm looking to hedge my bets just a little bit and bet online is is the place that I do that bet online is your continued source for all of your sport sport wagering information including live betting esports and scores head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts You guys, if you've been here before, if you're a regular listener, you know I am a golf fanatic. I golfed in high school, in college. It was an escape for me that I enjoyed thoroughly. I love to watch it on TV. I love the major events. The Masters is an absolute treat every single season. There's so much drama, and it's ridiculous. I mean, if you don't watch golf, you probably don't understand this, but seriously, the drama is insane. You should... Check it out on a Sunday. You can even nap through it. It's fantastic. It's the best sports that there is this season. I'm going to cover three of the Cowboys that are playing in this year's Masters, starting first with Taylor Gooch. He is a Masters rookie, making him the 36th Cowboy to suit up for this prestigious tournament. Now, Gooch went viral in the sports world a few tournaments ago when he clapped back at a tour fan on Twitter Somebody said something about having him in their DFS lineup and he didn't play well. And so he clapped back about, you know, still making money while he was on the golf course. So that's, you know, I, I love watching that. I like watching professionals like professional athletes interact with people on social media. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. But like first, i am I'm adamant about like don't tag players if you're talking shit. I think that that feels like it's an okay rule to have. So I would never tag a player, but like I play fantasy football. There are plenty of times where I'm complaining about a player on Twitter. Now I'm never wishing ill on anybody, but you know, if, if that gets seen that you're out, you know, if they decide to interact with you, that's it's game over, but it's so much fun to watch from the sidelines. Now he's going viral for not knowing the dress code at Augusta national. He wore shorts, Earlier this week, you've got to have long pants at Augusta National, so that was uh, that's his newest viral outcome. His odds are long to win the tournament, but his short game and his putting should help him make the cut. So that's a feat in and of itself to get that done, but his his odds to win are long. Now Matthew Wolf has found some viral internet fame of his own lately, after calmly launching a club into the pond at the players. Championship a few weeks ago. If you are a golfer, casual or otherwise, you have likely been in that state of mind. You've been in that position before. I certainly have. Now I've never thrown a club into the pond, but I've uh, swung a club with anger and you know launched a a tee or a ball or whatever it is. You've everybody's been there if you've golfed or at least you've imagined it. Oh, if I just chucked this as far as I could, that'd feel good. Even if you don't act on it, you've been there. Now Wolf hasn't been playing his best golf as of late, but he did make the cut for last year's masters. And he's definitely looking for a chance to get right on the course after making only two cuts in his last five tournaments. Like I said, just not playing his best golf right now, but the way that the PGA works, you can turn it on any, any tournament at any time. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. The, Oklahoma State golfer with the best odds is Victor Hovland, my baby. That bo- I, I my absolute favorite golfer on tour. That boy only goes viral for being an absolute doll face. It's amazing how well liked he is by his peers, by his colleagues, by media, fans, everyone loves him. They they all talk about how joyous he is to play around and be around an interview and he just, the the kindness accolades are what make me smile. But he's also playing lights out golf. Javi, ha- Javi has the six best betting odds for the Masters. And like I said, he's been playing really, really good golf. He can have a strong short game performance. I like his odds to finish in the top 10. Now he's going to have to have that strong short game. But if he can get it done, I think he's a lock for top 10. I can guarantee you this. If he does walk away with the green jacket, I will be absolutely insufferable. This is your formal warning. It's a PSA. It's whatever other uh, initials you want to put before it. If Victor Hovland wins the Masters, look out. Make sure to check back in later this week for a way too early top 25 for basketball next season. Thanks for making Lockdown Pokes your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!